Hello everyone, and welcome to another horror review. Right, this one uh, was recommended to me by Dale. Um, basically, wanted me to check out David J. Espinosa, uh, indie director, uh, some of his works. So I didn't do them in order. I kind of skipped through them. Oh, right, that one. I didn't realize there's a couple of ones before this. So um, this is The Evil Down the Street, which is apparently based on a true story, which I don't bother looking into because yeah, none of the real life stuff. Just give me nice stories. Right, so basically what this is, a family moves into a house, <clears throat> turns out it's uh, inhabited by a demon, and we've got the Rand family, so you've got Michael, Katie, Kristen, and Maddie, so Michael and Katie, husband and wife, and the two daughters. Uh, do... First first of all, if you're going to watch this, don't watch it on YouTube. I know I put the link to YouTube on it, but I'll switch it out for the tubey one hopefully it's better because every bloody two minutes it's an ad break so you just get the same ads and there's more ads in this than actual movie it's friggin' annoying so i don't know what that channel that they've hosted it on is playing at, but uh really takes you out of the movie like you're trying to watch this and every friggin' scene is ad break ad break ad break and it's ah god infuriating i was starting to zone out like the last part of this, the third act, because God, it was just every time you try to get into the story, you're taken right out. So don't watch this on YouTube. I'll change that link in the description. Yeah, I thought, right, so no, it's only if murders happen, so no murders happen in this. Because there's, isn't there a thing where real estate agents have to disclose if something gnarly happened in the house. So the weird thing is nothing actually happened. The previous tenant was her owner was uh, taken away. One of them was anyway not the whole family. And the rest of the family moved on. So it was innocent enough. Seems to be. Yeah, most of the stories like, right? If you really get the heebies, cheerio. But then again, I don't know... Um, moved a couple of times in my life and that when you're in a new place it takes a couple of weeks to really get your head around it i don't know if you have experienced that but you're you're in a new you're in a new house new home and it's strange and you haven't got used to the creeks and the bumps and just even the, the environment and the first couple like couple of weeks just even sleeping and getting their routine is bad you know just because you're not, it doesn't become your familiar property for a while, and then once it becomes your like home, you you wouldn't imagine being anywhere else. So there is a bit of that, you know, where if somebody's moving into a house is haunted, but you still got the jitters. If that makes sense, so it can be forgiven for a bit. Now, let's go into the story. First of all, red flag, intro drone shot. That just. That waves red flags to me. Anytime I see a horror movie and it's starting off with the intro drone shot, I'm like, oh no, it's gonna be bad. Um and nine times out of ten, I'm right. This like I said, the bloody ads, I can't really make a full I've issues with the film. But because I watched it on YouTube, because the director gave the YouTube link and freaking ads were interrupting all the time. Freaking couldn't get into it. Just kept getting taken out and taken out. Um, I can get a couple of ads throughout a movie. You know, what I mean, two or three ad breaks in a movie. Fair enough. 
a lot of platforms do have free ones but this was relentless i don't know if it's i think he i think he actually set it up again so if you set your ad settings again i don't know what they're doing if they're like constantly chasing ad revenue but i'm pretty sure if you watch one or two movies unless you're not going to go back because it's just so annoying uh and youtube is really aggressive for it like even for trailers and stuff they'll stick an ad in the front and even afterwards you're like what the hell you're watching more ad than actual advert you know a trailer's an advert for a movie so yeah starts off with a drone shot we meet the family they're just moving in um got the removal guys are helping around and stuff at this point it actually looks quite decent you know family you're seeing a bit of chemistry together uh better banter with the uh, removal guys and stuff and that's fine thing is it's all the the, the pacing of this is really bad too like it's um like they're only moving into the house and they find the ouija board in the basement like it's like that and you're like well nice things an hour 37 minutes or something like, no I mean it's not a sh- it's not a short i can understand it happening like a short but this is all within the first two minutes of them coming in it does all this and you're like what's happening um surely they would get settled in you'd set the scene get to know the family a bit um and then the discovery would be made but this is all like you know like i said the acting at the start you know pretty decent and then it kind of falls off the cliff a wee bit so um the daughters find the ouija board first now you have one daughter, Kristen, she's like in her, looks as if she's in her 20s or something, you know, she's working on that, so I don't think, it's not that young. The other one's like a young teen sort of thing, I think she's the one Mary. she's the one finds the Ouija board first. And this is what I'm saying about the the ads keep bloody taking me out, but the, the girls start messing about with it, and then it's the parents like, no, don't be messing with that. You know, now we're getting no indication that they're deeply religious. It's kind of hinted up, but there's no time to set up who they are as a family because they, they bounce straight into it, like the through the front door and they find a Ouija board. Like it brought you know, not even a minute to give you a bit of breath, which I found quite annoying. So you don't know what their values and standards are. You don't know. What their dynamics are as a family you know normally you need a minute or two in the in the movie to actually figure that out it doesn't give you that which is a bit of a shame because there's enough time there's a lot of busy work and time doing nothing in this movie so spending i don't know the first 10 minutes before they encountered the ouija board setting the scene would have been plenty for sake you spent longer in the drone shot <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? They spent longer in the drone shot shooting your neighborhood, moving in and spending time with the family. So you're like, what's going on? Um, second major issue with us, and I, I couldn't um couldn't let it go was the sound. After that initial scene of them just moving in, you get this like sound the whole way through the movie. Really bad. And the leveling of the the dialogue is atrocious i mean and i'm not one to you know me i like to give everything a fair shot but i mean it was bad you're getting people talking i guess and then talking i guess 
you know, and they're all in the same shot. And it's like, what the hell? Um, the other thing as well, the sound effects seem to be fully in afterwards. And the editing for that, like somebody's stirring with a spoon and you think it was, you know, it, like an explosion going off. You know, it's like this. When you hear it, it's like, and you're like, oh my God, that's. So there's there's two things that's taking you out of this movie. For, first of all, the platform it's on YouTube, the channel, they've set their ads way too frequent. Like ridiculously so. So you're just getting boom, boom, boom. Every scene you're getting. Um. Then you've got this horrendous sound. Just um, even post production, a bit of subtract, uh, spectral subtraction could remove that. But you know, um, denoising this could benefit from, and the foley. Like, I don't know how long they had to edit this, but God, you just, you know, when you hear that, um, it's really taking you out of it. You need both. You need both a great, um, <clears throat> not even just horror, but any movie. Everybody remembers the beginning. Everybody remembers the end. And it's the middle, but you can kind of play about and get away with too much as long as it doesn't drag out. Um, and as long as the story's coherent. How many movies have we seen where the the really drag the start to get the you know what I mean? And by the time you get to the ending, you're exhausted because it's just taking so long to get there. Or likes of this one, boom, straight away the start, like the Ouija boards in the first three minutes, if that, like in the first opening scene. And there's no cons, you know what I mean? Nothing happens, and it just drags on to the, the sort of end. Um, you're you need both that there's not one without the other don't know um really frustrating and then the acting with michael and katie the girls were fine uh the characters christy and maddie were cool uh they were consistent the whole way through it's when katie encounters the ouija board and she's the one that gets possessed and honestly, uh, just didn't bad. And also Michael's reaction to her. I don't know. He's acting like a downtrodden husband, but that's not the dynamics they were given. But once again, he didn't get him. He didn't get any time. This needed him. No, for considering the fact that it's, um, it's more suspenseful thriller type horror. You know, I mean, there's no blood, no gore, no kills in this. It's all done in tension. You know, tense, tense moments and that. So you didn't get that aspect of um, you didn't see where the relationship was for them to see it tested because you just weren't given enough time, and that's the only way these sort of movies work. A perfect example is Poltergeist. Poltergeist, you have the family, the family unit. They're a strong family unit, and they were tested by the spirits. You know, that was the whole idea to bring them apart. And even in those moments where they were feeling the spawn and about to give up. It was their love brought them through. In fact, Poltergeist 2, I think the scene with the, the tequila and, you know, um, what do you call him, the preacher, no, that whole scene, that had to be the biggest test of any relationship. 
and they got through it, but you, you you knew who the characters were. This you're not given any time. You you just don't get it. Which um it's a bit of a shame because when Katie turns, and I mean it's like dramatic. The way the pace does is just like she meets with Ouija board next day, she's flipping a completely different person. And people are barely batting an eyelid. And then they're like tiptoeing around her as if they've always been afraid of her, sort of thing. Where the impression in the first like two minutes is that they're not like that. So you have no idea, you have nothing to hold on to. So that makes you kind of uh, going on. And then the minute you get it, say, the freaking ad break comes in, like boom, another ad break. And like, oh. So you're taking out of the scene anyway, so you don't get the get a chance to actually uh, make an assessment. Ah, so this is what happens anyway. Katie gets possessed by the Ouija board. It's nothing happens with it. It's it disappears. She hides it, and the girls try and find it. The the older one, Kristen, tries to do research, but once again, nothing comes with it. All these plot threads start, and then don't come to anything um you don't get the feeling the family are in danger all that happens is katie turns into a basically a snarky bitch um and if that's what it is if that's what it means being possessed um i like to introduce me to my exes <laughs> that, that that must be it they were possessed yeah but that's um that's all that happens throughout this and then we'll meet Father Bob. And uh, I don't know what character he's trying to play. Oh, it's the director who plays Father Bob. Now, are they trying to make him the burnt out, broken priest? That they're they're trying to give that impression, but also not. Once again, you don't get his backstory. There's no flashbacks in this. Which I think would have benefited because he's encountered this very same demon before. Um, he's encountered himself as a child, but I don't know whether he was a child in the house because he said he had been to the house as a priest before. So I don't get it. Also, it's very convenient that a Roman Catholic family moves into the house and the previous <laughs> owners were Roman Catholic because if, say, a Presbyterian family had moved in and the neighbor went, Oh, here's a card from the priest, I want you to call him, they'd be like, no, do you know what I mean? Or a Muslim family moved in. Oh, the the local Catholic priest wants you to call him. No, <laughs> the you know, I mean, um, that would have been the end of that plot, so that was a bit weird. Very contrived, if that makes sense. Uh, I'm not lie, I struggled through this one, it was um, a bit of a slog for a number of reasons. He doesn't get introduced anyway until nearly uh more than halfway through the movie and to be honest he doesn't really do anything like the first he he arrives for dinner um and katie the demon inside katie reveals herself you know you know who i am blah 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 and he just goes okay no problem see you tomorrow and just walks out and you're like huh <laughs> what what is this and then um, he doesn't do anything until Michael calls him again. And there's only one scene um, where she looks as if she's day, you know, sleepwalking and she's standing on the stairs with a knife in her hand. But nothing happens of it. Um, 
And then a weird scene where, yeah, we're having potatoes for dinner and the peeling the tire, she makes the girls peeling the tire bag of potatoes and then doesn't cook them. And nothing else happened. It's a weird scene, weird scene. Um, the neighbors, we, uh, what do you call it? We meet the neighbors, and this happened to me like the neighbor meets, like you're barely like carrying the boxes, you're just about going to the house, and the neighbors arrive, and you're like, give somebody a chance to move in first and get their burns. And then have had a day later, and that's what I'm talking about. The whole pace in this, this all happens like within, like they're they're just left in boxes, and the neighbors like, hello, and then the wife's like, the one of the neighbors' wives like, oh, so shame what happened to blah blah blah, and he's like, shut up, you know, trying to do a bit of mystery, but I didn't, um, I didn't bat. And then you had this other weird neighbor, Don, or Professor Don, or something, um, and he was being very offhandish and stuff and weird and. There's no reason for it. And then they're all having drinks one night in their own house. They invited each other and Michael just turns up speak to them and then that whole scene is about contrived. Yeah, the real issue. I'm, I'm struggling to actually go in because legitimately nothing happens in this movie. And it's an hour, maybe an hour, 40 minutes long. I mean, it's closer to the two hour mark than an hour and a half. And that's not including the bloody ads. But they try to do, um, yeah, what is it? They try to do a scene where she can't leave the house. You no, know, she's bound to the house. And they're driving out and she's like, I need my phone, I need my phone. And getting on, uh, getting on like a bitch, basically. But he drives her back, like really meek. Like his personality changes from the. I don't get the Michael character because he's a weird personality. You know, I don't know what they're trying to show with him. Um, she goes back, and all she does is go back. She doesn't. She has a phone in her back pocket, but she goes back to tell her older daughter who's studying. Do do you not think I know if you're not looking through my things? And then that's it. And you're like, huh? God, I'm struggling here. Um. Yeah, stuff happens. It's weird. Uh, I just ended up not buying into it. And then you have the, the final sort of scene where the priest comes in and he says a few mumbo-jumbo words. And she does a... Uh, and it's not really much of a confrontation. And then it's all finished. And then they're all going to church, like in the next scene at the end. And that's it. Drone shot intro. And that's the movie. I uh, yeah, uh, I didn't wasn't feeling this one whatsoever. It doesn't help this, you know. I mean, like I said, that the ads and the sound. First of all, that puts you in a like a certain frame of mind when you're watching a movie. You can be more forgiven of things. Um, there's no special effects in this. It's purely character driven. And it's not. You're not buying the characters because I think they needed that 10 minutes to set the scene. I think they need to be in the house maybe a day or two before introducing the neighbors, and then it needed to be a day or two before any you know maybe discovery of the Ouija board. And then the descent, but it just happens like boom at the start, and then it just drags out. Um, 
the, the pacing of this is just uh god it just yeah it just takes you out of it. you can't you can't immerse yourself in the even the plight often because you're like you're just getting pulled out for different things and i don't think they're bad actors do you know what i mean because they're able to demonstrate and like i said the two young girls were able to demonstrate the consistent characterization um i think it's the like i said it's the the whole pacing thing is what's ruined this movie too much happened too quickly and then nothing happened with it and the there's no sense of dread so you're not getting any sense of dread or fear of danger for the family or anything um all seems to be getting possessed by a demon turns um person into an alcoholic and in fact she's just the she just shouldn't seen uh the symptoms of somebody who's got alcoholism you know sneaking the drinks and the mood swings and um yeah so and the fact that the the family just don't react the way of what the hell's wrong with you like if they were not sort of if this wasn't what they were used to with her if that makes sense it would have been what the hell's wrong with you what are you acting like this for and it would just been out there out there in the open straight away if that makes sense the fact that he ducked and dodged and the kids ducked and dodged kind of suggests this is the family dynamic anyway without the demon if that makes sense because you've like i said you've given no switch it all just happened too quickly the father bob character um i don't i didn't see the i didn't see the benefit of his character because i got nothing let's say i got nothing from him he came for dinner and went away and then it was only michael harassed him they got him to do something there's no real um nothing there like i've seen loads of possession movies and yeah nothing and even the the demon reveal the demon sort of didn't reveal you know what i mean it changed the voice slightly uh briefly for moments but you didn't get the actual reveal of the demon so huh and the animal was flat as a pancake and what got me as well is what happened to the ouija board like after it was discovered and she had it you know i mean she she you saw her using it like once or twice and then she had it in the drawer and then it was never spoken off again was that the you know the catalyst what did that need to be destroyed if it's still in the house does it still you know because that's the theory is that ouija boards attract demons you know i mean they use it the anchor to the this realm such um nothing about it at all like even the scene if i had got some lighter fluid and just set it out the back garden and burned it and we were facts it might have worked but yeah nothing um disappointing especially when uh one of my friends <laughs> recommends this who um whose opinion i value if that makes sense you know check us out when we're doing that we're doing the peter jackson series at the moment um heavenly creatures is up next um so it's not like tell some random person you know what i mean I respect her opinion maybe uh the other movies maybe it's not this one i'll have to ask her actually and get her opinion of it but this one just did not work for me whatsoever. 
<laughs> yep, pie usually works. I had a good um, I had a good scenario actually. Let's go off on a tangent because I'm, I'm done talking about this movie. By the way, I just want to follow up five minutes. Um, I had a good situation with some of my neighbors because they had apple trees and I made cider. So there were more apples than the, the good pick, if that makes sense. So I used to get buckets of apples. And then what I do is I make a cider. And then once I got it all bottled up and up, I'd give them over stuff. Or for the ones that didn't drink, um, I made up chutney and stuff. And we had people that had rhubarb, but nobody knew, for some reason, American, nobody knows how to work with rhubarb. So I was making rhubarb jam and all sorts. And then the jars just went round and got the jars back and stuff. It was a good little thing that's that's when you got like neighbors you know and you aren't in each other's faces but there's that wee bit of community you know it's good other times um i remember once from back in my own house uh in belfast there was just one one family moved into the neighborhood into the, into the sort of street and for six months our lives were all made hell the dynamic of the like the street completely changed our kids were monsters she was, uh, I don't know what the hell her problem was, but it was that bad. Even the paramilitaries got involved. This is how much of a lunatic this person was. Friggin' loyalist paramilitaries put her out of the street. <laughs> you know, and then the dynamic of the street changed. Um, but you got none of that with the neighbours. It was very, in this one, even the the so-called house party where they were meeting for a drink was weird. The scene was set weird. The interaction was weird. And uh, bringing Michael, Michael coming in, and the reaction to him was weird. It just didn't land. Where they would have given warnings, you know, honey, watch out! Oh, if she starts to do this to that, you know, that's what happened last time. You know, be careful. No, not you know. I don't know, man. Honestly, um. A lot of these things are not hard to do. It's not like Shakespearean acting. It's just a wee bit of... How do I put it? It's almost role-playing. You just use your life experiences. You know, if you've got... If you can think to your head what, what a neighbourhood's like, what having neighbours that look out for each other, and what having the busybody, because one of them's a busybody. So we've all met the busybody is into your business. Um, and you're always avoiding them and that. You know, you know what it's like. They can't bring that into their the scene. Yeah, I don't know. So all in all, disappointing. Um check it out for yourselves. I'm gonna change the link to the Tubi one. Hopefully that's got less ads, but that YouTube version's awful. Um I'd actually subscribe to the channel too, but I don't think I'll be watching anything else on it because God, those ads can't do it. So there you go. There's that one. Um, don't keep it short because honestly, I have nothing else to say on it because there's nothing else to uh, pick apart. So hope you enjoyed it for what it was. Um, if you have seen our channel, we have tons of stuff coming up. So going to be busy over the next uh, 68 weeks. So make sure, um, obviously, keep up with the other channel, do the techie things. And until next time, keep it creepy, keep it horrific.